0: Hi, you with Julian on the Brownlow in between Christmas and New Year, actually after New Year's Day now, catching up on um, a raft of middling films I've seen over Christmas before getting to two heavyweights, um, which I haven't seen yet. But one of these is Black Adam, which is Dwayne Johnson's attempt to become a Marvel DC superhero. And the fact that it was focusing on a character that originated from Sh- Shazam was not something that I was blown away by particularly I think we're seeing a this is a passion project for for Wayne Johnson but it does seem like every actor of his caliber commercially is um interested in being a superhero because it's worth a lot of money um but the fact that Shazam was never anything to me uh I appreciated it a little bit but it really did get on my nerves after a while the whole um teenage boy in an adult's body thing i thought got pretty tiresome um this time around we get a very interesting director huami colette serra serra i don't know how to say it now the reason i'm interested in him is i'm a tragic for liam neeson action movies and this guy after some i guess horror films house of wax and orphan did a run of really good liam neeson films um unknown uh, which is the one where he woke up in Paris and didn't know who he was. Uh, nonstop, the one on the plane, which is really good. And Run All Night, which is top tier Liam Neeson actioner. So he then did the Blake Lively one, The Shallows. Again, uh, got a lot of uh, attention. The Commuter was a bit more middling. And um, the last film before this, Jungle Cruise, with Dwayne Johnson, I actually thought was really well done um i didn't really have a problem with it it was come back with black adam what, and and what we're seeing with the dc and marvel universe is a lot uh probably with its apex with the uh extremely rubbish the eternals was it getting like scraping the barrel as far as these characters go now uh it doesn't matter you know no one's gonna invent a new comic book character what happened there uh did they just stop making them so, we've got Black Adam has this, um, in one of the most torturous opening monologues in history. Uh, the exposition at the start of this film is probably the worst I've ever seen. There's, uh, not only is it, it incredibly complicated, the story that's being told, I gave up several times understanding. So, you get this kid who's actually got quite a gratingly annoying voice. Why they chose him to do a 10 minute monologue at the start of the film, I have no idea. Telling this really complicated story about ancient, um... at first I thought everything was in Mexico, <laughs> ancient Mexico, but it's not, it's in the Middle East, um, which is bizarre, because I spent a lot of this film continually remembering that it's not Mesoamerica, it's, it's like uh, somewhere in the Middle East, um, which is odd. Um, But he tells this story about, you know, in ancient times, there was a king who became uh, desirous of this powerful crown that would make him a despot that would rule all. And that Black Adam was a slave, one of the slaves working there, but was um, rescued by the gods and given infinite powers to defeat the uh, king at the time. He vanished. Hundreds of years later, the crown again is being pursued by archaeologists So, uh, raiders of the lost ark does come up multiple times watching this and he's reborn the Dwayne johnson um champion of the people is, is black adam is reborn and there's more convolution as to what actually happened hundreds of years ago and whether he's a hero that everyone needs or the hero that we deserve is pretty much the whole film now it's um it's not great um it's been a flop really um but it isn't it 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 got better after about half an hour but that first half hour was rough it was so it was very cringy and the um the complexity of the exposition at the start is some of the worst i've seen I just tell this incredibly detailed story with this grating voice. And it doesn't get much better for a while, but once it sort of pans out with the main characters, um, it's okay um, from that point on. So we get Dwayne Johnson is pretty decent as the character because he's not a nice guy and uh, not a heroic guy. This is no Captain America. This is like dark Superman. alongside black adam we get the the equivalent of the justice league called the justice society this is how low tier we're going we don't even get the superman and wonder woman we get the justice society um with uh, a fly around man with wings who looks exactly the same as another character you kind of recognize from somewhere else x-men perhaps uh, which is pretty much to go with everything on here. Uh, Sarah Shahi, I thought was good uh, as a female lead. Um, she's a, she's the, the local person who actually um, sides with Black Adam and says people are siding with Black Adam. Whereas the Justice Society want to put your, um, Black Adam in a box because he's a powerful being from you know they shouldn't be allowed out uh, she's from the l word i really liked her i thought she was a standout in the film pretty much no one else is uh, we do get for some reason as one of the justice society pierce brosnan as dr fate uh who possesses um psychic abilities to manipulate reality and stuff like that the weird thing about this um one of the things that i think is gonna finally kill comic book movies is casting um, so, the people at studio heads continually want to throw teen friendly, Shuri friendly people at the screen who aren't very good. And uh, we get two here. Um, so, we get Quintessa Swindell as a swirly cycl- cyclone superhero, and we get. Noah Centineo as Atom Smasher, who is who um, jo- gro- grows giant exactly the same way that Ant-Man grows giant. Exactly the same. So they throw these two at the screen and set them up to be major characters and then completely ignore them for the rest of the movie. They may as well not be in the film. They're like, here's your teenies, here's your teen audience, uh, whatever. They just ignore them. They don't even pay attention to them being there which is good because i didn't want to know anything about them anyway um it's it is often cringy Uh, it doesn't really have any agency to or reason to exist um i didn't have a problem with the rock essentially but missing out is humor Um, to the extent that his sense of humour is one of the the main reasons why he has been a success as an actor, Uh, where this film does play on that a lot less, it kind of reduces his presence to a bit of a non-entity. The effects and everything are pretty decent. Uh, There's some good visuals and it's relatively quick, Um, apart from the um, exposition over the opening 10 15 minutes uh it, things progress at a rate of knots it's very silly and the whole sort of you know the powerful object storyline is so overdone uh so that wasn't a plus um no one other than that uh female was uh, particularly stood out sarah shahi um as Adriana Tomaz I thought she was really good and I liked her I liked her look I liked her personality she seemed to have a bit more agency about her I guess none of the others did even um Pierce Brosnan sort of lost a bit here I don't know why they've cast him in this role um and the others on that side the I actually got really annoyed at the flying man for continually pestering Black Adam it got on my nerves a lot um, so, I mean, the the revelations as to Black Adam's real true past added some grist to a, a very generic superhero story, um, and it is very mid-tier in every way. So um, you will probably cringe and probably just get across the line, but I'm going to give Black Adam um, a 4.5 out of 10. I wouldn't say it was as bad as many of the Marvel phase whatever they're in um i don't think it's as bad as uh, the multiverse doctor strange um it's not as bad as the eternals it's like the eternals but much quicker and fun so that's an improvement in two categories so i'm going to give it a four and a half out of ten for black adam